Hello, everybody, and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Burn, Nick, and with me as always... It's Gator. And we have a special guest via Skype with us today. We have Nick Gervais, the owner of MyMonthlyCigars.com. How are you, Nick? Doing awesome, guys. I wouldn't call myself special, but uh, a guest is uh, <laughs> what you can go with. Well, he's humble. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm, exci- I'm excited to be here, guys. This is going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Good so, stuff. So Nick wanted to come on specifically to see the retro hail. The cold retro? No, well, I mean, the infamous. Have, Nick, have, have you tried the cold retro? <sighs> Jeff, I... I we're friends now, right? <laughs> this is great. I have backup. It works, dude. Uh, I think what you're getting is, and I don't. I want to be positive here. I think what you're getting is the retro, and then you just add that little. I, I think you're getting the cold draw. Sorry, and then with the retro, I yeah, think the that's cold just retro going. It, it's the retro. It's nothing. But it's you're getting the cold draw, and you're smelling <laughs> the cigar at the same time, and you're calling it the cold retro. That's exactly what it is. But it's not. But hey, man, to, to each his own. Everybody <laughs> smokes differently. Everybody's this, this got their is, own things. This is my point. <laughs> See, Nick, I, I don't think you got, quite got the backup you thought you were going to get. I, I kind of did because that's kind of what I've been selling. Yeah. Telling you. Uh, all right, Jeff, I was being nice. It, yeah. it, it's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to all try it together on this cigar. <laughs> and the cigar is the Southern Draw Jacob's Ladder. This yeah. is the 6x52 Toro. You really tried to damage me with this box of cigars. I just want to point that out. This was this was a hefty, hefty box of uh, cigars. The wrapper is a Maduro Pennsylvania broadleaf. The binder, Ecuador and Nicaraguan. And the filler is Dominican, Ecuadorian, and Nicaraguan. All the fillers. Yes. I like it. This is an AJ cigar, too, so we're going to get that nice kick right up front before oh, it mellows yeah. out. So this is going to be interesting. Good deal. To watch. And it has <laughs> been a... A meaty box. And I know, because I've described this cigar before as meaty. Yeah. See, I've had this, the, the Jacob's. I really like the Jacob's Ladder, so I've been looking forward to this one. So, yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. Well, we're going we're gonna to give it a go. Yeah. So. Hey, Nick, what time is it? Well, it's now time for the official cut, which is brought to you by Riverman Cigar Company of Crestwood, Missouri. Now, as we pointed out in our last episode, things are fluid with Dan at, over at Riverman Cigar Company, and... The um, the last word that I have received is that you can call over to the shop and you the, I think Dan is doing curbside pickup and maybe some mail order stuff. So call over to Riverman Cigar Company and they might be able to they, they should be able to help you out at this point. There is some uh, edicts being thrown down by the St. Louis County about essential stores being open and all that kind of fun stuff. The jackbooted thugs are coming out. Yeah, so... brown shirts. So, unfortunately, like a lot of the brick-and-mortar lounges in the the country right now, things are kind of up in the air, but definitely call... Call over to Riverman. They can probably hook you up with some uh, some mail order. Or definitely call your brick and mortar and just see what's going and on. And I've got to get a hold of them because they now have the Casada 1974 Yes, in. they, they I, get in touch. So. I have been begging for someone, anyone, to please get the cigar. And Dan stepped up and has put it in his stock, and I've got to get so you a gotta, hold of this cigar. you got to get over there. So, Well, with that, it is now time that we go ahead and cut the cigar. So... <coughs> Jeff. Yeah, Nick. Just to pick, Nick to piggyback off what you were saying about brick and mortar. Hold yeah. on, I mean, you, you nailed it. Just call them, guys. I mean, totally support them. Uh, it's rough right now. I mean, they're not making millions of dollars as it is. 
you know, they're in it for the love of it, just like you guys are doing, just yeah. like I'm doing. Yep. Call them up ahead of time. You know, they might be there, and they might do what Dan's doing is awesome if he's doing curbside. Yeah, I think he's doing curbside, and I think he's doing uh, mail order. So if you call, you That's can awesome. place the order, and he'll get it mailed off. I need to get mine out of the cellophane. You put it back in the cellophane. Folks, he took that out so he could take the picture for Instagram, and, and he put it back into the cellophane specifically so he could do this. I didn't want Nick to miss out on any of the experience. No, this is what I'm here for. <laughs> I'm going to have to start calling you the bishop for the rest of the episode and Nick Nick. Uh, and that, that way works. it's not as confusing. That probably will, will have to be the case, yes, just for the purposes of confusion. Ooh, that smells good. So the cigar does have Ooh. a nice uh, cedar wrapping around the uh, it makes it very lower cool. half of it. Very aromatic. You going with the straight cut or the V cut? I'm V in this. Big yeah. fan of the V. I knew you were going to say it. I knew you were going to say it. Why do you Why do you get weird by that? Because I know what you're doing. It's the V cut. I know what you're doing. I'm not Nick, stupid. I don't know what he's talking about. I'm not stupid. I know what he's doing. I don't either. Oh, Lord. Anyway. I swear to God, every time I use this V cutter, it makes me think of Pac-Man. Every time. He says it every time. Okay. Now, how do, how do you guys handle these closed foots or closed feet? <sighs> if I can speak English. I tried desperately. I tried yeah. desperately not to have like part of it flake off and catch my clothes on fire. I'm wearing the drug rug, sure. so I don't care. But Nick has burned several holes in several pieces of apparel. Now, are you lighting? Are you not going to take part in the cold retro? Uh, oh, I've already. I, I'm not doing any BS. But I did my, <laughs> my retro already. Or my, I should say my not cold. Not going to do any BS. No, I I'm love not doing the cold retro. <laughs> okay, let's, did, let's do I this. I did my cold draw. The bishop and I are going to do this. What are you getting, Jeff? Hmm. What are you getting? It's kind of sweet. Yeah, it's got I'm a little florally thing to it, but I got to make hold sure. On, I hold on, hold on. You didn't do the retro. You got to <laughs> do the cold retro with me. You promised. God damn it. You did promise. Ooh, you can oh, really get the sweet. You're actually doing it, Nick, huh? You can really get the sweet on the cold retro. I, I'm sitting right here. I kind of have to humor him somewhat, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Once again, you're doing a cold draw. <laughs> You're just but calling you can really, it the factory senses are really picking up on it. Oh lord, I'm gonna light this thing now. <laughs> so I freaked Nick out today and told him that we were on a Corona quarantine at the house when he showed up. Yeah, I was thrilled when he <laughs> told me that. Kristen even came out and like leaned in to say hi to Nick from my monthly cigars, and Nick was or the bishop. Excuse me, I got to do that. The bishop was freaking out, and then we told him it was bullshit. Well, I'm good. Social distancing. Yeah, now you're in what? Ohio, correct? Yep. I'm uh, about 30 miles south of Cleveland. Okay. okay. So you're easily staying here. six feet away from us. <laughs> Very easily. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Cleveland, home of the factory of sadness. Uh, <laughs> well, here, here's the thing, and I agree. I'm not, I'm not originally from here, so oh, okay. uh, I am, I'm not a Cleveland sports fan. Uh, secondary, though, I will. But my, my son will grow up a Boston fan. And, yes, I know, it's rough times right now. But Drew, uh, Drew we'll Carey. Get by. I'm okay. I mean, is it rough times? Is, is it rough times? For those of <laughs> I've us who enjoyed the last I'll two say, decades. For those of us who aren't Patriots fans, I will say – it's not so bad watching it just kind of all crumble apart now. Woo, that's peppery. <laughs> yeah, so so real quick, we did just light the cigar, and Jeff is uh, getting initial initial thoughts there. Yeah, that's a that's a peppery cigar. There's a lot going on there. 
Well, like he said, it is an AJ. I'm going for the so. retro here. Okay. All right. Now here, well, I got I got to angle yeah, zoom the in. Skype here so that we can. Uh... Whoa. <coughs> yeah, you coughed. I, I made it through, but good. Oh, God. Wasn't Corona. That was retro. Good God, that is oh. like like my sinuses are burning right now. Now the one good thing is if is uh, if if my theory is correct, this will kill the Corona. <laughs> <laughs> we went through all that. Jeff made it through, and Nick was the one hacking it up. Mm-hmm. I always cough on the retro. For he the does, but this one. Uh, it was still burning like 10 seconds after I was still feeling it. Yeah. Yeah, this yeah. is a strong cigar. A lot of pepper going on on this one right now. now. I started to mention earlier, Drew Carey, you're you're in Cleveland. Drew Carey has led me to believe that Cleveland rocks. <laughs> it would lead you to believe that. Or the Rock and Roll <laughs> Hall of Fame. <laughs> so. you, should, you should put in part of the intro to the Drew Carey show right here. Cleveland rocks. No. There's, there's rights to that stuff, Jeff. I yeah, will you get sued? I, I can't just you drop can use, in music. You can use up to 20 seconds. I can't just drop in music. I don't know if that's the case. I'll call Drew later today and see if it's okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. He'll take your call. <laughs> yeah. Cleveland's a good city, man. I, I, I enjoy it. You know, I've grown to to enjoy it more the longer I've been here. I've been out here about 10 years now. And, um, you know, it's come a long way. It's, it's come a long way. Tough times when uh, LeBron left and then... Left again, but uh, took his talents to know. South Beach. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it's amazing how the economy rests on one person like that wow. in, in that in that city, you know. But um, didn't everybody of that burn city, their jerseys and everything when he left? Yeah, I mean, you know, some people. Yeah, <laughs> I try to be nice. You know? <laughs> people aren't all together. You know what I mean? <laughs> Couple nuts and bolts missing. That's you just explained this show. I don't think. It, yeah, I know, right? I don't think anybody's <laughs> burning jerseys in in uh, Boston over Brady, though. No, I no, hope it's not, man. Flipping Brady. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's rough, overrated. Rough yeah. Anyway, rough situation, like you said, though. For the rest of the country, eh, not so much. I would say we're we're not doing too bad. I mean, <laughs> we didn't burn know. any pool holes jerseys when he left. No. Uh, was he traded though? I think he was traded, wasn't he? No, I could be wrong. no, he, he bailed. He, he bailed. He went off to Anaheim for a extraordinarily oh, right. large contract. Yeah, yeah he mm-hmm. took the money. And, I will tell uh, you, St. Louis loves pool holes. So, but then he comes back, and we give him a standing ovation. So, yeah, I, again, St. Louis Jeff, loves I got pool you on holes. That one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> Oh, man. See, I think this is what, I think the bishop's just so used to it now he just I ignores everything. I think I missed something actually. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I think I missed something there. You're good, Nick. Yeah, we'll just let that go. Okay, Nick, how did you like? What did you think of pool holes? Nick I, loves pool holes. I, th- I, I think he does. I, you know, I'm not. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> I think it, now it's okay. We're gonna we're gonna move on. So this is what I'm here for, guys. You know, I'm not the biggest baseball guy. We gotta have him on more often. I think he's going to come on more often. I like the triangulation against you. I think he wants to come on when we open the box. What's in the box? He wants to know what's in the box. I mean, he already knows what's in the box. <laughs> All right, so so real quick, that's actually a really good segue to a to an actual like interview question here. So there you go. Um, how does this work in terms of picking out what goes in the box? So it's pretty much uh, you know each month there's a couple different things that that go on. Really, you know, the idea of the the club itself is that I know. You know, cigar smokers are all different. 
you know, we all have different tastes. You know, Jeff can't handle the big stuff. Oh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> whoa, that's what she said. <laughs> all right. Set him up, knock him down. But, um, <laughs> but you know, I, I want to try and hit everybody or as many people as possible, hence a cigar club for everyone. You know, what I'm trying to look for are cigars that maybe people haven't heard of. Or one of the big things was or is, is trying to find a cigar that maybe you've been wanting to try, but you just haven't had it and you don't want to buy the box. You don't want to buy a five pack and, you, you know, cause what if you hate it? Now you're, you're out of luck, you're out of money and you got 19 other cigars sitting there that you have to hand out and tell people, I got a box of dog rockets for you, you yeah. know? Hey, kind of like, uh, like when I bought that box of Royal Challenge. Yes. From the Gurkha. <laughs> And, and I gave you that box. I, I smoked them, too. Yeah. Begrudgingly, yeah. but by God, I made it through. Well, the problem is every fifth cigar was good. <laughs> but, was, yeah, it's... Uh, that was know, us I, saying that, not yeah. Nick from my no, mother. No, no, no. He, dis, he disavows anything that we say. No, we so. did like the ghost, so to give sure. Gurkha its due. It was all right. And that's the thing. You guys, you guys gave it a shot. We you did. Know? We and did. that's what you have to do. You know? I'm not saying you're going out to buy them, mm-hmm. but you gave it a shot. Now you know. And that's kind of what I do with, with the box. You know, I, I kind of started on Cigar of the Month clubs as well. Um, I mean, I've been smoking for 20-plus years. Uh, you know, I've had here and there a cigar club, different one here and there. But I liked getting that sampler pack every month. I like trying something different. And especially, like I said before, when I see something that I, I've been wanting to try that, awesome. It's here. It's almost a surprise, too, every month. You know, you get yourself a little gift. And it's like, I wanted that cigar. I got it. I like it. Now I'll buy it. Or yeah. I'm glad I had it because it sucks and I don't want it, you know? Yeah. Um, well, which and, is and that's it, the whole idea behind the clubs. Really, that, that's exactly me. what we tell people when we do your commercial is, you know, find something you like and then you can go to the brick and mortars and get it. But it's like you said, you're not buying a box and then you're stuck with it if you don't like it. So yep, this absolutely. is a great way to expand your horizons here with cigars. Oh, 100%. I mean, that's how I, I expanded my palate. I understood and learned more about, you know, the different types of leaves, the different um, origins of the tobacco that I, I tended to gravitate towards. You know, you think you, you look at a dark cigar when you first start smoking and you think, I, I can't, it's too yeah. heavy. And then you smoke it, it's really light. And it's not because of the wrapper, it's because of the fillers, you know. Um, the wrapper does make a difference, but sometimes not as much as you would think, you know. Essentially, it's just, like I said, a sampler for you to try every month. So one of the things I try to do is put value in the box. You know, it's uh, you don't want to spend money and get four sticks that will end up costing you $3. You know, if you look at the MSRP guarantee, that's pretty much what you would spend if you went out to try one. Yeah. And that's what you're really doing with, with a Cigar of the Month Club or a monthly box. You're trying these. You know, you're not getting them because you know what's coming in. Um, and, and that's kind of why I don't go with the, the flavor profiles either. You know, it's a, it's a cigar club for everyone, not just for this person or that person. You get the box, try a few things. Like, Jeff, would you have ever bought or tried these four cigars from this month? No. No, and you liked a couple. Yeah. The Tricky Tracker yeah. kicked my ass. That, <laughs> I love that cigar. I think that Tricky cigar was really good. I think that that's cigar was, was much, I'm going to use the word harsher, much stronger, I guess would be the right word. Yeah. But than than this Jacob's ladder. This this well, isn't this isn't affecting me like I thought it was going to. I hate have to you tell eaten? you guys that. Have you when, eaten? Once last how long ago have you eaten? Yeah. Uh last night about eight thirty. You haven't eaten since eight thirty last night? No. 
I've had coffee, but fifteen minutes. I was say, circle up with the end of the cigar and tell us how you're. Fair feeling. enough. <laughs> now I do want to point out, uh, Nick and I are enjoying our coffee that you sent us, and tell us about the coffee that's in the my monthly cigar box for March. Yeah, it's uh, it's awesome. They're phenomenal. It's twin engine coffee. Uh, they're locally roasted out of Nicaragua. I mean, they have some phenomenal beans from the mountains down there. It's amazing soil, which creates these amazing beans. Uh, Andrea and Colin, who run it, are just awesome people. Uh, Andrea is one of the easiest people to work with, and uh, she has been so gracious to, um, you know, be a part of my monthly cigars. This is her second round with us. Uh, you know, with the coffee in our boxes, we had them back in I think the fall, and. Um, they're just great. And the traveler packs that were there this month, they're so easy, as I'm sure you found out. Yeah. You know, that's what they're meant for. You go to a hotel, you, you, you know, pour up to, you know, your eight on your pot, uh, seven or eight of water, toss this in, and you've got a pot of coffee. You know, you're not grinding your beans. Although I do enjoy coffee too much that I have too many uh, pieces of equipment for grinding espressos and <laughs> yep. just too much. It's, it's overkill. Almost as much as the cigars, but not there yet. But, um, yeah, the, everything's locally done down there, and uh, Andrea pretty much handles everything. And Colin, her husband, actually used to be part owner. I think he might have been 50% owner of, I want to say, the Cigar Journal. Really? Uh, he oh, was, okay. He was the taste tester, uh, if I'm not mistaken. I hope I'm, I hope I'm 100% correct here. I feel like I am. Uh, but he was the taste tester, so he did all the um, you know tasting reviews for cigars. So that's when they developed the cigar coffee for twin engine uh that's where they came up the idea for it so it's made to pair with cigars it's not a flavored coffee it's just roasted in a way that would pair up well with a cigar they have tons of other stuff that is really really good you know the their honey bear is phenomenal uh i don't put anything in my coffee but i know some people that actually put honey in their their coffee or that tea yeah i mean that stuff it's not overpowering either Put it and in again, my tea, but I've never put it. I mean, oh, I'm I like not a coffee, coffee drinker yep. there, so but I wouldn't yeah. think that those two flavors would really mesh well. They do, you know. Tea, I, I think tea and honey. I, I think see, some honey like, and cinnamon in coffee is really you good. You are going to ash all over the place. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see. Man, he's burning. Yeah, that, um... he's burning that thing down quick too. I mean, I don't know if you noticed, but I'm, like I'm enjoying this he's cigar. Like, he's yeah, look at it's a nice ash. Yeah, yeah look at that. Nick don't, has ash envy. Put that over the board. Because that's going to drop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep powering through. But, yeah, they're, they're phenomenal, guys. I mean, I highly recommend it. I, I've been ordering it. I was excited when, when Andrea was, uh, was excited to, to join us and, and uh, be a part of the box the first time because I've been buying Twin Engine for a while. It, it's, a good, it's a good coffee, good cigar. It's a good coffee for sure. And, um, yeah, I highly recommend it. And I'd be remiss if i didn't give you the code that's available still for everybody until uh march 31st See, now please we, go to twin we didn't yeah. give the code when we when we opened the box because we figured that was a bonus for the uh no and i appreciate but... it that's great but at the same time i want <laughs> i want to get it out there all know? right we'll let you they do deserve, it there you go it. it's your box yeah. if you want to do it you can do it so <laughs> <laughs> i do what i want with my box exactly um, <laughs> <laughs> my box my right Anyway. Jeff, come on. Where was it? That was, that's what she said. I mean, you know, geez, I set it up, It was one of those where it was just <laughs> too blatant. God. I had to let it go. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so, so I, I, I highly recommend everybody go to TwinEngineCoffee.com, and if you put in the code uh, COFFEEMMC10, and that's all caps, uh, you'll get $10 off any order of $50 or more and free shipping. Uh, I highly recommend it. 
go get yourself a bag of beans and you know brew away because it's phenomenal. You can get a bunch of these taster uh, a taster pack of the travelers too. So lots of options. Give them a try. That's awesome. That's awesome. So so what are we getting on the cigar here? I'm enjoying. What are you guys getting? I'm I'm taking a picture right now of my ash with the yeah. coffee. Now I fully expected it to roll in the coffee and just wreck the whole episode, but luckily it didn't. Yeah, you'd just be drinking ashy coffee at that point. Mm-hmm. The pepper has definitely subsided has. a little bit. It's gone. A I'm getting bit a little more, hint of sweet again. Yeah, it's a little more like chocolatey sweetness kind of kind of thing. I think I'm in the I'm in the uh, past the first third. I'm going to give it another retro hail. Oh God! Yeah. Oh God! Oh boy, here we go. He's doing it again. Jeff is smoking faster than I am. I am. I'm enjoying this cigar. I this is not, and this is the beauty of my monthly cigars. I would never have tried this cigar on my own. I love the Jacob's Ladder. Ooh, God, that burns. There's a lot going on with the Jacob's Ladder. <laughs> Here's I love the, the thing. Jacob's Ladder. The retro hail doesn't bother me at first. It's that slow burn that it takes on. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's really offending the uh, sinuses. Offending yes. the sinuses. Yeah, like, it's a burn burn. <laughs> it's an orgiastic feast for the senses. No, I always describe it. It's a meaty, meaty cigar. There's a it lot really going is. on with it. It's, but I like it. Yeah, it's good. You know, it'll, you know, it'll be interesting to see is, uh, you know, Jeff's doing well with us now, but I want to see him stand up in about 15 minutes. <laughs> I, I have gotten buzzed off of cigars in the past. I've talked about that, yes, actually. I, I was driving one day and literally felt like I wasn't safe to drive and pulled over for about 20 minutes to let it subside. And it's bizarre that a cigar will give you a little buzz like that. It's not every time. It's just now and again. Well, now, when you set up, when you set up the, mar- the March box... Was it basically all just aimed right at me? Because that's how it feels. I, I didn't want to say anything, but Nick kind of sent me a text. He's like, you know it would be great? I knew it. I knew it. No, but I, I can tell you, Jeff, the April box is a lot lighter. A lot lighter than this one. Other than the tricky, this the tricky track, I literally tried to kill me. I think you probably heard that on the show. <laughs> that thing came yeah. at me with a shiv. But other than yeah, that, I, I haven't had a problem with the rest of them. Yeah, told Nick, I mean, I was driving, and I was sipping coffee driving, and I almost spit it up on the windshield when you said it, it shivved you, <laughs> or came at you with a shiv. It, came just, at me, it, it didn't shank me. It came at me, and no. I dodged it. Hey, you got to you got to keep your head on a swivel when you're smoking a tricky tracker. <laughs> and and you know what that that that's actually the tricky tracker is um, it, I don't want, I don't know if it's a spinoff or it's really the extension of Steve Saka's firecracker. Uh, the Mia Carita firecracker that he had with the Cigar Authority last year, and mm. I think the year before. Um, so it was a shorter stick, and it was like you know, it was almost like the nubs. And uh, they do those every year, and, and Steve did those uh, for the Cigar Authority, and I loved them right away. I mean, those pack a punch. And then he ended up taking them and expanding them to the Tricky Traca, which is Nicaraguan <laughs> slang for firecracker, which is those. Um, oh. There uh, went those the string end. of firecrackers. <laughs> no, just, there it goes. <laughs> just party failed. So, let so me it's ask those you. string of firecrackers they light that pop, 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 and, uh, and that, that's the uh, slang they use for it. So that's where he came up with that. Okay. And then the other funny thing is, me Carita is uh, the the translation for that is is my mistress. Ooh. Okay. Well, there you go. It's my dearest, my mistress. It could go either way. I prefer my mistress. <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you this. Why did you decide to start MyMonthlyCigars.com? Great question. So kind of the same way you guys probably decided to do 
the podcast, just, just the pure, you know, enjoyment, love of the hobby, love of cigars, you know, hitting up lounges all the time, talking to people that really don't haven't smoked before. You know, I've got a couple of buddies here that uh, never really dabbled in cigars. And, you know, you hand out a couple and this isn't bad. This isn't bad. Now, I mean, their bank accounts are just getting depleted from buying so much. They're probably <laughs> buying more than me. That, that's um, what I did to Nick when I got him started. Yes. <laughs> and that's what it is. You know, and really, I just kind of want to educate people on cigars. I think it gets a, they get a bad rap. Uh, I think they're also seen as a, you know, high society or a luxury item. And, and that's not the case. I think cigars are literally for everybody to enjoy. And you guys know you walk into a lounge and everybody's just hanging out, having a good time, a nice, easy conversation. You know, there's no animosity in there. Everybody's relaxed. Um, I, we, I think that's that's what you find. We often say about the cigar lounge that it's cigars are the great equalizer. You'll have guys in there that work at the sanitation department. You'll have judges. You'll have police officers. You'll have a couple of journalists like us. And everybody's getting along. Everybody's just talking. You know, people aren't just glued to their social media. You know, you actually get to relax and you get to socialize a little bit. And I think the cigars are, you know, basically a good relaxation tool. So, you know, that's at least what I've found. And, you know, again, you get to socialize. You get to meet a lot of people that you may not normally spend time with in any other social setting. Well, that's exactly it. I mean, you know, everybody needs to relax. And it doesn't matter if, if you know, they're the highest or the lowest bracket on the socioeconomic ladder. I mean, everybody needs some relaxation time. And it just is an easy, good way to do that. It is. So. And everybody, you know, at, at, at the cigar, one of the cigar stores that we frequent, uh, The Hill, we've got a guy named Tron there. And it's a good way to all sit around and listen to Tron tell really, really just rancid jokes. <laughs> there's one that I desperately <laughs> want to tell right now, but there's no way I could. Uh, remind me when we're done recording, I'll tell you the, the probably the worst joke that he said, but I laugh every time I think about no, it. No, we can't say that. Yeah, we can't. We can't say I'm that. I'm not going to say that. So you were just talking about why you got into this and why you started the club. So what... Like, with different cigars, what is your passion as far as the cigars that you put in the box or the cigars that you like? Passion for cigars in general is just what goes into it. I mean, there is, from top to bottom, from, you know, seed to consumer, it's insane. You know, like like you've talked about before, Jeff, with, with cooking, you know, you like to just kind of just go after it. You know, and, and that's not what you do with cigars. It's um, there's a lot of blending processes that go along with it. Uh, you know, you're choosing the right seeds, the right soil, and then once that leaf, you know, grows, comes to fruition, you got your different parts of it: your ligero, uh, your seco, your seco, and everything like that. And then you're trying to blend those together to make a solid tasting cigar. And then the trick after that is consistency yeah you know that's why a guy like nick perdomo i mean he's aces when it comes to you know start to finish of a cigar i mean that guy is meticulous from seed to consumer he is on point i think at one point uh, a couple years ago out of a couple hundred thousand cigars that went out he only had nine consumer complaints so nine bad cigars and they chalked up i believe it was like four or five of them was user mistakes like lighting or they didn't store it properly yeah the others were just uh, you know you want to say unfortunately bad sticks but they're not he doesn't make a bad stick they're they're, <laughs> yeah. they're hand-rolled products so there's always oh, going to yeah. be 
an issue here yeah, and there. A margin but, of error. But yeah, for that yeah. that few complaints with the amount of cigars he tur- turns out, I mean, that's just it's amazing. It's unreal. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I mean, the whole idea of what goes into a cigar amazes me. You know, like I said, for the ingredients, quote-unquote, the ingredients, you know, the different types of leaves, and then blending them together. And sometimes you make a blend, and it, it just tastes terrible. You know, then you got to start from scratch and do it again until um, you get it right. And finally, once it gets to consumer, you know whether or not you've you've hit a home run or you, or you struck out. You yeah. know, it's, well, and that uh, it's like great. like we were talking about kind of off off cast earlier when we were doing our introductions and stuff. You know, I like to cook, and that's one of my problems is I just throw everything in the pot. I don't really ever go by a recipe. So if it turns out really good, I have to try to figure out. Well, wait, what did I do? And like you said, that's where the cigar manufacturers are keeping meticulous notes on what their blends are, what they're putting in them, the ratios. And, you know, that just, that would be hard for me because that's not kind of how I, I kind of go by, fly by the seat of my pants. So. so cigars for me, you know, like we talked about a little bit earlier with the lounge, they're relaxing. You know, I enjoy sitting there for, you know, an hour or two hours and it's just you cigar and your drink or or your coffee or whatever you've you've got it it really is relaxing i mean obviously i've got my phone on me all the time too (laughs) but uh, i don't think anybody goes anywhere without their phone these days but but uh, but that's part of it you know it's an experience and you know going back to what you said about the lounge you know being the great equalizer you're right i mean you could be sitting next to somebody who makes you know a million dollars a year on your right and then a guy who you know, is it, uh, you know, 20 bucks an hour on your left? Yeah. It's, and or, you guys have the same conversation, and it's a good conversation. Or journalists like us that are poor as church mice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Begging for food on the street corner. Please subscribe. <laughs> Please. Yeah. We work hard. I will exchange news for food. <laughs> so, Jeff, how do you like that coffee? The coffee's great. Now, I'm going to be honest. I frou-frouted it up. And I went ahead and did mine too. I normally just drink coffee black, but I know Nick is not a coffee drinker, so, so I he, milked and sugared his up pretty he heavily. He did. How how is it for you? It's not bad. It's not bad. I, I again, I'm not much of a coffee drinker, but I'm not getting the. Uh, see, I like the smell of coffee, but typically for whatever reason, the taste of coffee just kind of puts me off. But you've always tried to feed me black coffee, and so maybe that's the part. Well, because that's how men drink it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny you say that. You know, you know, I mean, I drink my coffee black, so I guess I'm a man. But, uh, <laughs> but I had a conversation. Actually, I was lucky Son enough. Bitch. <laughs> but I was the lucky bishop, enough. The bishop meet, just flipped me off. Uh, <laughs> I was lucky enough to meet uh, Nick Perdomo uh, a couple of years ago and had an awesome conversation with him. He's he's one of the nicest guys and so passionate about everything. And, and I asked him about um, you know pairing drinks and especially coffee with cigars. And uh, I asked, they said, my understanding is that you don't drink it black. He's a big proponent when you go down to his um, factory that he makes you put milk or cream and sugar in it. And I asked him why. And he said, because it brings out more of the flavors in the cigar and it it cleanses your palate. He says the milk and the the creamer actually cleanses everything as you Mm. sip. So you'll continue to get that you know, consistent flavor on the cigar. And if anybody knows anything about consistency in the industry, it's, it's Nick Perdomo. I mean, his stick one, one to the next is, uh, is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Nick loves the, uh, champagne super Toro. I do the 10th anniversary champagne. And I happen Mm -hmm. to really like the factory, uh, tour blend. Yep. 
I always, I used to call it Factory Four because I can't read. And then, uh, <laughs> but I also like I like the Lot Twenty Three, especially too. Yeah, Lot Twenty Three is really good. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'm big on the 20th anniversary sun groans. I like those. Those are good. Yeah. Those are good. I, I lean more towards shade grown as a yep. as a rule. Well, I'll tell you, one of the um, one of my little cigar stories, I went to Washington, D.C., and I went to uh, Shelly's Back Room. I don't know if you've ever been there or not. but uh, Which sounds like a massage it, yes. parlor. Oh, yes. dude. No, it, no, no. I, it I, is I'm a aware. fantastic cigar lounge and restaurant. And so you go in, and they sit you down, and they give you the menu of cigars. And normally I'm not big on the menu yeah. thing. I, I, you know, I like to actually look in the humidor, but the, I was fairly new in smoking. And so I was really intimidated getting a menu because I'm like, I have no idea what any of these things are. Yeah, you know? you'd only been smoking a month or two then. Um, it wasn't very long. Maybe three or four at most. Yeah. yeah. So, so I'm looking over this menu and I don't know what I'm looking at. And so finally I see Perdomo and... I'm like, all right, well, I know that's going to be good. So I order it, and it ended up being the um, the the champagne, but it was the noir, mm-hmm. the the darker one, you know? The real dark one, And yep. they brought that out, and we got it cut and lit and everything, and uh, it was fantastic. Yeah. So I, I, that's my my Perdomo story is that when, when all else fails, I knew I could get a good cigar from didn't, Perdomo. Didn't you get high as a kite on one of the cigars at that lounge? No. I thought you I actually got sick on the way back in the taxi. Or in the Uber. That was not because of the cigars. That was because <laughs> I was in an Uber where the uh, gentleman decided that it was a good idea on a eh, 50 degree day or so to roll the windows completely up and just blast the heat at full <laughs> power. And then we're stuck in stop and go traffic. So it's like start, stop, start, stop. And I just got car sick as hell, man. Yeah. I just, that guy, he did not get a good Uber review for me. Because I had to, <laughs> at one point, we're sitting there in traffic. And so I roll my window down and um, just to get a little fresh air in the car. And finally, we start going. And he rolls my window up. And he goes, it's cold. He goes, he, he, he was from like the Middle East or something. And he's like, you know, it's cold. You got to remember, I'm from blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like. Dude. Yeah, but I'm, I'm like, not. I'm like, I'm not. And you're killing me. And I'm like, and which would you prefer, freezing a little bit or me ralphing all over your dashboard? And that very well nearly happened, actually. Ugh. Why were you sitting in the front seat? I was just going to ask the same yeah. question. Because I feel weird sitting in the back seat when I'm by myself because I feel like it's like a driving Miss Daisy situation where it's like, you know, <laughs> driver, take me to my hotel, please. You know, I just, I don't know. Oh, I, no, characters are coming out. Uh, yeah, I, I was going to say, that kinda, was... That I get, uh, get kind of weird about that. That was Pastor Barnaby <laughs> showing up there. <laughs> I had a listener say that they want us to do a regular segment with the BF Chicken, maybe where the BF Chicken does a weather report. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know how that works, considering all he ever says is buffer. Buff. You know, but yeah, <laughs> he is a foul bird. Yeah, but anyway, so no, that was a that was a rough Uber experience. I was not a fan of that one. Yeah. Oh, you called me. Oh, told dude. me how horrible it was. Well, because all right, so I'll go ahead and finish the story. So we get to the hotel, and I bail out of the car because it as we're pulling into the Circle Drive at the hotel, I do throw up. But I catch, you know, obviously I, I chipmunk it, you know, oh, and, and end up and end up unfortunately having to swallow this. And 
So I bail out of the car. Nick's used to swallowing stuff. You know, <laughs> you dick. <laughs> well, I'm so at the I, coffee and I whatnot. Bail I bail out of the car. Where were you going? Anyway, I bail out of the car and I start gunning it for the hotel and I get fairly near the door and again I throw up. And yeah. again I catch it in the mouth. <laughs> So now I'm like looking by the door. I'm like, is there a potted plant or something? You know, but you can kill. But the problem was there were people everywhere. So I'm like, I'm like gunning it inside the lobby, looking for the men's room, and I find it and manage to throw up in in the men's room. But I just, I, yeah, that guy legitimately got me car sick to the point of throwing. I'm up. not gonna lie, your story has turned my stomach. No, that's the cigar. Considering you haven't eaten yet, oh, maybe maybe it's a combination <laughs> of both. You may have just made that happen. Anyway, speaking of cigar, what are you getting? Well, we're about halfway down. Smoking the Jacob's ladder, and the um, the kind of chocolatey sweetness is there a little bit. The pepper is starting to come back a little bit. Yeah. So I'm halfway. Down, I don't know so if that's the ladder aspect. Maybe you're climbing maybe is. as you climb. Oh, the, the, the pepper comes back. You know? I like I like where your head is. Yeah. There. So. I'm going to do another retro. Now, I did do a little research, and I did find that this cigar is named after... Um, so, Robert and Sharon Holt are the owners of Southern Draw, and they named this cigar after their son, who's who I guess goes by Jacob. Oh, okay. So Interesting. Now, the Rose of Sharon is obviously named after Sharon. Oh, I did not know that. That's Yeah, yeah that's good to know. And all of them are named after flowering plants. Look at Nick with the uh, fun facts. No, all all of their cigars in their line are named after flowering plants. Interesting. I had no idea. So there you go. It's the, bot- it's the botany podcast, right? right? There yeah. You well, you know, you get a I, little bit of interesting information. Speaking of that, I just planted my garden the other day. I'm a month behind on my lettuce because the weather's been so hinky here. But I've got uh, lettuce coming up. I've got turnip, or I'm sorry, uh, radishes coming up right now. That garden needs to start sprouting big in time for Naked Gardening Day, or else we're going to all regret that. Yes. Yes, you will. Now, now, dare I ask what that is? Okay. I mean, I've heard you talk about it, but the, do I want to know? The first Saturday in May every year okay. is International the Naked Kentucky Garden Derby. Day. Well, it's the Kentucky Derby. Maybe too. Maybe that too. But it's, <laughs> okay. it, actually, it is. You're right. They do coincide. Um, International Naked Gardening Day is a day to get out in your garden and, you know, frolic naked. Garden in your birthday suit. Now, the problem is... And unfortunately, Jeff takes pictures and puts them up on his social media every year <clears throat> oh, yeah. with his, his bits conveniently hidden by, you know, lettuce or something like that. Now, Although last year last I was Last year late, was a problem. Because the weather was messed up again in the spring. So I ended up uh, standing behind my compost pile, and Nick was really disturbed by the picture. It was bad. <laughs> it was... It was Nick, bad. were you taking the picture? No, no, I'm never <laughs> that, present. That was my ex-wife, Kristen. I'm never present when that picture is taken, thank God. So. But it's funny. You would think, because we're in a cul-de-sac, we're in a neighborhood, and you would think the people around would be upset by me in my garden, but they actually come out to watch. It's really strange. It's disturbing is yeah. what it is. It's a it's an odd little neighborhood it's I live in very here. Very disturbing. <laughs> so. And some of them get mad if I sneak out and take the picture and they don't know it's coming because they like to just stand at the window and make fun of me. <laughs> it's like the neighborhood groundhog day yeah right. i know right? <laughs> hey, as long as it's not cold i'm good we've got a full moon in the middle of the afternoon what's going on <laughs> sometimes you gotta summer's get, coming early uh-huh. sometimes you gotta coax the turtle out of its shell oh god <laughs> anyway yeah so the cigar right yeah i know <laughs> right? back to the cigar <laughs> no, so it's funny. I've been joking about how Martinez is sending Jeff a special cigar for 
Nikki Gardening Day. Yeah, that one's not mm-hmm. going up on Facebook. Maybe and, uh, maybe Instagram, but 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 I got a picture of it the other day. And Is it a nub? No, it's not a nub. Actually, <laughs> going the whole other direction. I'll I'll go ahead and I'll go ahead and reveal this. So they're sending Jeff a cigar with a with a hundred and five ring gauge. <laughs> what? Yeah, I'll send you the picture of it, man. This thing is like one of those little fireplace logs, like the little yeah. uh, starter logs. Yeah. So it's I'll, it's I amazing. It. I'll be polite on the cast and say I'm going to be smoking a horse's leg. <laughs> <laughs> It's a lamppost. Yeah, I I'm like, I don't even really quite know how you're going to cut that thing. Yeah, much less light. Yeah, they it. don't make a they don't make a cutter that big. No, you need a knife. and I don't think my little three jet Vertigo Cyclone is going to handle uh, lighting that. I thing I said properly. I'm going to bring my axe up from the farm and like a little acetyl- do a whole bit of you know slicing it off, like an acetylene torch or something to light that. No, thing. I've already told you what I'm going to do. I am going to light it with my flame weeder. Dude, that thing shoots like three feet. Oh yeah, it's going to be great. You're going to take your face off. <laughs> Video that. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. That's going up on the socials. Not if he's naked. Oh, you're right. Yeah. yeah I was going to say, I'm like, <laughs> nobody needs to see that. <laughs> now I want oh, to. Lord. Now I want to. Well, everybody so seems to like the girls in the bikinis. I think they would be all in for that. <laughs> what, is it, what is it, by the way, with girls smoking cigars in bikinis? Because that's all I see on Instagram. Do you actually see the cigars? Eventually. I mean, that oh. just... <laughs> eventually, I noticed the cigar. I'll just say, if Instagram's feeding you that, then it knows your algorithm at this point. So, true, true. Yeah, no. Well, let's be honest. You set up my Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know. Yeah, I'd be afraid to look at the naked garden pictures. I don't know what my search would uh, look like after that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jeff can send you some. Friend <laughs> hey, me on Facebook. You can go back through and look at them. I do one every year. Blah. The one this past you know, year was Nick, particularly Nick seems disturbing. To be upset by it, no. But he's always looking. The one this past year was particularly disturbing because you could see kind of one half of the V of his crotch. It was the closest we've ever come <laughs> to to seeing more. Well, everybody and it was disturbing. Everybody always thinks that I'm not going the full Monty, but I'm I'm commando in the garden. <sighs> This has gone off the rails, huh? <laughs> as as every, we do every time. <laughs> yeah, as we do. So who do. gets the lettuce? <laughs> What's that? Who gets the lettuce that you're hiding your junk in? Anybody I'm upset with at that moment. Oh, okay. <laughs> Here, here's the nice. You might want to wash this. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, why we've got you on here? I want to ask you. So you do mymonthlycigars.com, and. Yep. You get to sample lots of different cigars. Do you? First question is, do you sample them before you put them in the pack, or do you put them in the pack and then sample them like with everybody else, or have you tried them all before you put them in the pack? The goal is to try them all uh, before, and most of them I've had before I put them in the box because part of what I don't want to do is you know give a bad stick. But the yeah. other side of it is what I might think, and I, and I hate to even use a, the word you know the words bad stick because. You know, what I may not like, you may like, or someone yeah. else may love. Yeah. Um, you know, so, so I don't want to discriminate on, on specific cigars. But, yeah, for the most part, I would say I've had probably 90 to 95% of the cigars that go in the box. The ones that I haven't are generally the ones that people want to try. You know, they, they've heard about maybe the Jacob's Ladder, and they've never bought them. You know, the, the higher-end stuff that goes in there, you know, the, the $15-plus cigars that are in the box. You know, not many people are going out and buying them. To be honest, you can't get them at a lot of brick-and-mortars. Yeah. So, you know, maybe I haven't had them. 
but for the most part, yeah, yeah. I, which is a lot of cigars, I, I know, but <laughs> but uh, hey, we're not. You, know, you want to put good product out, yeah. No, yeah. you want to good. You want to put a good product out there, and you want you know the whole idea is for to educate people on the different cigars that are out there, and you know, and for them to enjoy them, you know. And that's the thing. You try so many different kinds. You some people don't know what they like until you try it. Well, and that's like the Jacob's Ladder. It's not a cigar I would have ever smoked. I've enjoyed it. Exactly. <coughs> Corona. Corona. My follow-up question, and I'll put you on the spot here. What are your top oh, five favorites? Oh, man. I, why did I feel like this was coming? Because <laughs> when I look at those, so, you know, and I see that, who, what's your favorite, you know, cigar? What's your top five cigars? I can never come up with a list, you know, to be honest. I can really only say generally what I always have on hand, you know, to smoke in, in my yeah. personal humidor. Um, and, and the one that always comes to mind is the Rocky Patel Decade. I, hmm. I mean, I absolutely love that cigar. Uh, I don't think I've, I've smoked had that. it for years. Oh, it's phenomenal. Have you it's had that a good thing? cigar? I don't know. Yeah. I'll yeah. Think. I mean, I'm we'll a have to seek that out. Yeah, and I've always got some some on hand. You know, I have always have a bunch of Perdomos on hand. I feel like this is becoming uh, an advertisement for for Nick Perdomo here. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, I have a lot of Olivas as well. I'm a, I'm big on the Milano V and the um, Maduro V as well. Uh, it's just, and I like to try everything, you know, I'm at the lounge a lot trying different things. And again, not just to see what's going in the box. It's for personal, you know, taste to find out yeah. what I enjoy. Uh, and I, I'll be honest, I've had so many cigars that you can't pick a, I can't pick a top five, Yeah, you know, it's, it's hard for me. So, so yeah, you put me on the spot, but I hope I didn't answer that, uh, no, I think, was, <laughs> I think it was good information. The uh, And, you know, again, it's like you said, it's what you've got in your personal humidor. And, you know, that's like with Nick and I. I mean, I can probably tell you the majority of what Nick leans towards just because we've done this cast long enough and we've been friends long enough, we know. And he probably could tell you what's in my humidor right now. Well, I know what's in your humidor because I went with you on your stock up run for the end of the world. That's true. You did. So <laughs> you, you, you watched that go down. I did. You know, the, the top five thing kind of, to me, it's similar to, my, my response to that is usually similar to the response when it comes to tasting cigars. For me, I don't get all the flavors that, that you guys come up with, that you guys have. And I must be in the minority of that as a, as a longtime cigar smoker. But for me, it, I, the only things I taste are actual food-related items. Like mm. when, when you guys say stuff like leathery or if someone says oak, or, I mean, I'm never licking a couch or chewing on a couch. You know what I mean? Stuff yeah. like that. I understand it, um, but I don't get those. I get more of the foods, the peppers, the spices. Um, and I think, to be honest, it's what you smell yeah. that you know translates into taste. Because back to face the it, cold, it's, all, it's all in the same area. You're back to the cold <laughs> retro. God. Well, you're tasting it. Bring it in bring <laughs> a full circle. Taste. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Well, and still not real, Jeff. Still for, not real. Still not real. <laughs> <laughs> so for Nick and I, I mean, we have many leather-bound books, and you know our <laughs> our office's smell of rich mahogany. Oh, so Lord. it's <laughs> I got to throw uh, in I, I, I throw in an Anchorman reference for the here most part. For the most part, when I do a tasting thing, it's it's a generality. It's it's a, more of a description. It's not necessarily getting into like a specific food, you know, because some guys you listen to and they're like, oh, I get a taste of like. A Malamar, or or one of my the one that I always like to to use is you get a peanut M M&M and M, 
and you take the candy shell off of it, and then you suck the chocolate <laughs> off, and then you're left with the peanut that's just got that little hint of chocolate to it. And it's like, it's like, where the hell did you come up with that? You know? Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I don't want to throw out names and, and put people <laughs> yeah. on blast here, but I think you and I know someone like that i i think uh, you know listen to. exactly who i'm talking you know, about and they get you know it's, it's like an angel food cake that you you cook too or you bake too long and yeah. you know the burnt parts the burnt, you yes. chip those off I and know. then you put them out in the sun for an hour <laughs> and then you put a little bit of molasses in them yep that's what i'm getting yeah no you're not no you're not because who's ever done that but yeah <laughs> who remembers it but the, but I'll say the the one and only time I ever got anything that I could pinpoint down to a specific, honest to God food was I did a cold draw on a CLE Connecticut and my brain just instantly went graham crackers yep. for whatever reason that at that and I've never and it's only happened with one CLE Connecticut I've never had it with any other but for whatever reason at that moment I got graham crackers. See, I get tea berry gum a lot. I, or chiclets and cantaloupe. You're just <laughs> chiclets, and, <laughs> chiclets and cantaloupe. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm all I'm all for you know. I get chocolate, I get coffee, a lot, you know. But it just when it take it, you take it to that next level. I just kind of sit back and listen. Yeah, you know, I don't because uh, I, I don't I, I don't get it. And again, maybe I'm in the minority in that because I guess you know, like ninety plus percent of people can get those kind of flavors. I'm not sure it's that high. I would say I'd actually say quite no, – I, I don't know. You would go I mean, the other way maybe? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Maybe 80-20. Because I don't think I get – I don't get intricate, intricate flavors. Yeah. I mean, I'll get – like I said, I get generalities a lot of times. So, you know, I'm not I'm not picking out like specific things. Well, and and it's like I pointed out – oh, Lord, it, it's in a, in a previous show. I can't even remember when. The whole, the whole food-specific tasting notes – it all came about with Cigar Aficionado when they started the magazine and they needed somebody to do tasting notes on the cigars. So what did they do? They went and talked to their wine tasting people at their wine magazine and asked them, hey, will you do some tasting notes for these cigars? Well, the wine tasting folks, they're used to um, fruit notes and floral notes and everything else from wine. And that's what they knew. So that's what they applied towards the cigars when they did those tasting notes. And it just kind of blossomed from there, I guess. But yeah, more yeah. for the literary, uh, uh yeah. you know, part of it, so yeah. to speak, you know, yeah. put it, put it to words. Yeah. Um, you know, that's great. It's descriptive. It, it, it helps because a lot of times too, what you read is in your head. You know, you hear that, and then you think that's what you're tasting. Yeah. You know, I like to go the blank slate and just kind of figure it out from there. And to me, it's it's not so much the taste, but the smell. Yeah. You know, because when you say when people say stuff like earthy, I think of dirt. I think of, I'm not going to smoke dirt. You know, I'm not going to put my face in, in a pile of dirt or my garden and start chewing that. Yeah. You know, um, I heard uh, somebody say, and I won't say who, but uh, fertilizer. <laughs> yeah you know? no i i don't think i'd be interested in smoking fertilizer but <laughs> well but know. like okay with my with my garden i do all organic gardening and there are times i love to just sit and just smell like the compost there's just there's a richness to it but i but think that's that... the thing that's the thing jeff you smell it yeah you're not tasting it. you're smelling it and then you're interpreting that as the taste Yep. And that's what I think it is. And that's where I understand where people come up with this. I don't want to knock everybody for doing it because that's what you get out of it. Mm -hmm. uh, just not me. Mm -hmm. why, I don't know why you're arguing with me. <laughs> <laughs> 
it's fun, man. This is great. Starting to get offended. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, I ain't coming back ever. It's my last show. <laughs> it's, it's the Nick and Nick show. <laughs> oh, you're out. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. oh, well, okay then. <laughs> I throw my headset down and storm off. Somehow I feel like Nick's good with that. I think he would be too. I think he's been trying to figure out a way to cut me out. Really? You're the one that keeps wanting to go down to one a week, and I'm so busy, <sighs> it's and just, blah, blah, it's blah. Time. And it's time. No, but I think a lot, of, a lot of it comes down to he realizes that I'm carrying the show, and it's oh taking a little God. of the spotlight <laughs> off of him. I right, say I agree sometimes. Hey, hey there wait we go. a minute. Hey-o. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, that's what a good host does, right? Exactly. I, I, I bring the components together exactly. mm-hmm. and let them go. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. It's a rich tapestry. Yeah, it's one way of putting it. <laughs> so, shit show at times, but you know. At times. <laughs> More often than not. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know. So, so is there anything that that we haven't covered that you'd like to uh hit, you know, anything you want to talk about with uh, your subscription service or anything coming up uh that's going on there? Yeah, I mean, I didn't have anything specific, but, uh, you know, I think Nick alluded to it on the last episode about the upcoming boxes. I'm, I'm pretty excited about those. You know, April and May, um, you know, we're going to be north of the $40 uh, MSRP range on the Robusto box. So which really means that your El Presidente boxes are going to be valued at $80 plus um, for eight cigars. <clears throat> Excuse me. But um yeah, so one of the things uh, I'm excited about uh, from a personal side is, you know, April's box 11 and then May is the 12th box. And so that's one full year into this. And um, I couldn't be happier and more excited about where it's where it's gone from the beginning. Grown every single month and, and the, the subscribers and the club members are just awesome. I mean, the feedback I get, uh, you know, the photos that are out there. I mean, you guys, you know, talking about it, it's just been great. It's, it's almost a humbling experience just seeing this grow. And, you know, there's plans in the future. Uh, I don't want to put those out there yet. But, um, you know, I've got ideas to grow and expand it further than what we've done so far. So I'm excited that, you know, the one-year box is going to be fun for me, you know, kind of that milestone. Good deal. Well, now, speaking of developments that are going to be starting in April, I think this is a good oh, time. Oh, is this the big announcement? I think this is a good time to go ahead and get into the uh, development that's going to be starting April 1st that Nick over at My Monthly Cigars has graciously Now, uh, this isn't an April Fool's Day with. joke, is it? I don't think we're doing April Fool's as a as a, as a country this year. It seems like things just aren't quite funny. It, I was going to say, it seems like uh, nature's pulling the trick on us. Yeah, I think yeah. so. But anyway. April Fool's is good. Is now uh, it's postponed to September first. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Well, that's good. I'm, I'm all good in with that. So anyway, so starting April first is going to be the uh, I guess for lack of a better term right now, unless somebody can come up with something else, it's the Nick and Gator Boot Camp. Oh my! Yeah. The weight loss challenge. Weight loss challenge, as we talked about. When was that? I guess the beginning of this month. Of, We've been talking about it for a while, yeah. Last month, something like that. I don't remember when I threw that out there. It's when I tipped the scale at three hundred. But I know that when I when I kind of talked about that on the show, um, the next day Nick reached out and said, "Dude, I want to I want to be a part of this. I want to get involved." And and thank so, you for that. Yes, and so we uh, we've been kind of strategizing. And so, Nick, what have you uh, what have you gotten set up? Uh, so yeah, I'm super excited about this, um, and I appreciate you guys letting me be a part of it and help out. Um, First thing, you know, off the fly here, I wasn't even thinking of this till now, but 
maybe we throw it out there and let uh, let the people name it uh, I like before that. it starts. Yeah. Like that. You I guys like on board with that? Yeah, I am. We got a little okay. bit of time. We we can throw that out there. So yeah, because we we're have... going to start April first. Yeah, right. So yeah. I think we can throw it out there. We'll figure that part out. But if you guys are uh, listening, yeah, come up with with an awesome name. We'll, we'll pick something, and I'll give something away for that too. Uh, for the winner, whoever picks the oh, that's awesome. the name of this competition. So, but uh, yeah, cool. we're going to be doing uh, like you guys had mentioned before, Nick. You know, uh, you wanted to involve cigars for warriors. It's something I always wanted to get into. Uh, it's one of those charities. You know, it, it seems small to send you know cigars over there, but you know, you guys have seen it's so big for those guys to get those those packages. Oh yeah, and to be able to just kind of and like we talked about, cigars are relaxing. Those guys. If anybody needs to relax a little bit and <laughs> kind of take a little edge off, yeah, you know, not not a long time, but a little bit, um, you know, it, it's our, our soldiers and, and you know overseas. So basically, what I want to do, guys, is um, you know, for every pound that you guys lose each, uh, my monthly cigars will donate one cigar uh, to Cigars for Warriors, and then once you hit twenty pounds, because I know you guys can do that. Yeah. After twenty pounds, twenty-one plus, we'll do two cigars per pound. Okay. And oh, wow. um, and at the end of that, guys, what I want to do is uh, my monthly cigars will actually um, double it. So we'll match whatever you end up with uh, for number of cigars donated on our end. Uh, we'll double it. So That's awesome. awesome. More incentive for you guys. Um, and then the other thing, too, is, you know, we want your listeners uh, and my monthly cigars followers uh, to get involved as well. So we want you guys to send uh cigars to donate uh i'll i'll post some things on social media i'll put up a blog post on the mmc blog on mymonthlycigars.com talking about where you can send the cigars um you know sort of a little bit tips on how to package them because we want to make sure they get there in, in good shape and, and taken care of and don't give us your your trash either yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. we don't we don't want all the cracked ones <laughs> um but yeah, you'll be able to send it to uh, my monthly cigars. I'll, I'll put all that information on online, and uh, you know we're going to do it for two months, right? Yep. You guys have two months to do this. Yep. Awesome. And uh, you know, at the end, too, what we want to do is we want to spread the word. So we'll do a little social media campaign. Uh, I'll put together something for everybody to reshare. It'll be one of those reshare, follow sort of deals. Um, where we can spread the word and get as many cigars as we can. I mean, we have a, a goal of 500 cigars. So I'm hoping that, uh, you know, my monthly cigars followers and cigar pulpit people can, uh, help us get to that. And then some, that, that would be, be awesome. awesome. That's the goal. We yeah, want, that'd be really so, cool. so we're challenging all of you listeners to, to throw in as well. We want you guys to, to send the cigars over to my monthly and help us hit that 500 goal. We want to get 500 cigars over to the troops. That would be yeah, absolutely outstanding. And absolutely, Jeff, and, and and Jeff and I will do our part by losing weight. Yes. to make sure we get to we you know get a lot. It's of a win win for in. us because we're getting cigars for uh, cigars for warriors, and you know we we may live a little longer, a little bit, a little bit, <laughs> a little bit. We hope so. We yeah, hope so. yeah. One of the other things too, guys, I want to say is you know to stay up to date. Obviously, follow everybody on the social media sites, or as, as these guys call it, the socials. Um, <laughs> but the other thing is. Uh, do yourself a favor and join, you know, Nick's, uh, the cigar pulpit mail list, email list, and then the my monthly cigars email list. Cause I'll update people there. I'll update people on the blog and everywhere else. So we got two months to do it. I mean, 250 cigars a month. I don't think, uh, that's hard for us, especially no. if everybody's willing to donate and it doesn't have to be a box guys. It could be, it could be two cigars. It could be 10 cigars. It could be however many you feel 
you know, comfortable with sending. Uh, it's all appreciated and more than welcome. Definitely, definitely. And, well, and I would also encourage, you know, some of our listeners, because I wanted this to be kind of a, a an inspiration for, you know, some of the other brothers and sisters of the po- leaf, portly, portly yeah. cigar smokers that maybe they get up and get a little active too and everything. So, you know, send us your progress photos and things like that. I'll share I'll share before and after pictures and stuff. And, you know, we want this to be a community thing. It's not just Jeff and I just getting on a treadmill, f- uh, you know, for everyone's entertainment here. We want we want everybody to uh, to take part and uh, get a little healthier yep. while, while enjoying guys. cigars. Yeah. 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 Well, and how are you guys going to track your progress? What are we doing there? That's oh, on you. That's on us. So yeah. I'm thinking is like I said, as much as it is going to pain me in the beginning to do so, I think we're going to have to at some probably. Uh, well, we've got an episode dropping on May or March 31st there, Jeff. So I guess uh, the next episode there, the that'd be what Tuesday's episode. Yeah. I guess uh, that's when you and I got to both pony up. Tell you what the, we'll do with the weight totals. We'll go and, up to the grain mill. And stand on the scale. <laughs> it's not quite that bad. And get our combined know? weight. It's not so. quite that bad. Well, you and I aren't fitting on a scale together. Well, we're not getting on we a scale. we got a social together. distance. I mean, well, yeah, but we're not getting on a scale together. That would be awkward. That would be awkward. <laughs> but um, I'm Big Spoon if we're doing that. But I figure, oh, Lord. But anyway, I figure, <laughs> uh, figure we'll kind of go ahead and reveal the starting point, And from there, just be watching uh, watching the socials. And, and also, we'll give... Uh, We'll give weekly updates in the show about where we're at with the with the progress and what we're doing and everything like that. And hopefully we can uh, show some, some significant losses and get some cigars over to the troops. Amen. Well, and I was going to mention, one of the things that I've talked about with friends of mine that were in combat, and I, I was in uniform for just a very, very short time, but I know a lot of people. Did you leave the base? What's that? Did you leave the base? I was on a couple of bases. Okay, so he left the base to go to another base. Eh, yeah. Okay. So I was stateside. So you know, I you know, I was never in combat. You know, I I I wore the uniform long enough to respect what the guys are going through. And that being said, most of the guys that are in combat will tell you that combat is basically, you know, just hours and hours, days and days of boredom, you know, interspersed with moments of terror. And if we can do anything to help break up the monotony. And let these guys relax. That's what I'm all about. Well, I know one of the yep. things that Storm Bowen from uh, Cigars for Warriors told me when, when we interviewed him a while back was that um, he spoke with some doctors that basically said that they, that I mean, it's unofficial, so don't take this as like, you know, medical science. We are or not medical like professionals. That, but that, that the relaxation that comes from having a cigar and sitting around and just kind of talking and BS and after. After a day, it can help with PTSD. Yeah, that a lot of these guys are, you know, going back to the to the bunker and or the barracks and whatnot, and they're just kind of uh, having to mentally deal with what they they saw or did that day, and they're they're just kind of having to live with it. Whereas having the cigar gives them the opportunity to decompress, absorb the day, maybe talk with some others about stuff. And it gives them the opportunity to relax. And so, you know, for what it's worth, I mean, he's got a couple doctors that are telling him that that his program is assisting with PTSD. And I think that's important. Amen. That's awesome. awesome. Yeah. And part of that, too. I mean, again, not doctors or scientists, but yeah, I mean, you know, I have family that that have served. You you know, I had a great uncle that was there on D-Day, told me phenomenal stories when I was younger 
Uh, my brother was in the National Guard. He's done. He's been in Afghanistan. So you know, family. It's it's in my family as well, and which is nice. Um, it's not something I could do. Uh, so that's where I get that respect for it. Yeah. Because uh, it's definitely not something I could do, uh, and I'm not ashamed to say that. But uh, you know, like you said, they sit back, smoke that cigar. I think it gives them you know a little piece of home. Exactly. Yep. You know, it's something that they can do every day. We can do it every day, but. You know, we take it for granted. Absolutely. So, well, as we uh, finish up here, <clears throat> um, what are you getting on your stick there, Nick? Well, I'm down to the nub. Same here. And it's uh, the chocolate flavor is um, is there just a little bit. There's a, maybe a little coffee, but it could just be from drinking coffee. I don't know. And um, But the, the pepper has, has kind of come, gone again, and now it's just kind of... It's there, but it's very light. Yeah, I would agree with that. And by it's the way, stick. again, it is a good again, stick. the coffee that came out in the uh, March box, and that coffee is twin engine. It's the twin twin engine coffee. Just you know, go visit them guys at twinenginecoffee.com. Uh, you know, take a look. Like I said, use the code. I'll, I'll, I'll give it to you again. It's coffee MMC ten. Uh, you get ten bucks off of fifty dollars or more, and free shipping, and it ends the thirty first. So. Highly recommend you go there and, and support those guys, too. Yeah. That's awesome. So over this weekend, folks, go and order your coffee. Yeah, oh, definitely. Yes. Well, it. We. you know what? We need to do, I just thought of this, we need to do the actual My Monthly Cigar ad. <laughs> well, I could let Nick do it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to let you do it, Nick. This is, I mean, this you, is your platform. Oh, okay, okay. So... As we've pointed out. I'll critique it. How's that? Oh, Perfect. great. I love it. Well, no pressure or anything. So My Monthly Cigars is a premium cigar subscription service. You can have boxes sent to you at your home every month. We get the... Uh, right now, it may be the only way to get cigars. Say, so. They come in a variety of different box sizes. We get the Robusto box, which is four cigars for $30. They also come in a uh, larger box, which is eight cigars for $50. That's the Presidente. And... It's a good box for you to split yeah. with uh, split with somebody if or you're out hoard smoking. Them. With, you know, or uh, Jeff likes to hoard them because it comes with two of every cigar that's in the Robusto box. We get the Robusto and we smoke those uh, cigars on the uh, Friday episodes every month, so you can smoke along with us. And if you use offer code Pulpit, you get twenty percent P U L P I T. Yes. Yeah. You get 20% off any of the items in their online store. I like to try to throw him off while he's doing it, too. He loves that. It's working. It is working. You get 20% (laughs) off any of the items in their online store because they've got an online store where you can buy cigars and other items. But you also get free shipping on your first box. So Damn straight. Go ahead and head on over there and subscribe up. And as we told everybody to uh, reach out to us on the socials, how do they do that? Well, but see, I would be remiss if I didn't point out the MSRP guarantee. Which states that all of the cigars in the box, the MSRP is guaranteed to meet or exceed the price of the box. And the upcoming boxes are well over $40, so that's we awesome. We heard it from the man himself. We did. So you're getting some deals coming up here soon. So Earlier in the cast. Sign so, up. So, so now circle back to the socials. So now we're going to circle back to the socials. You can find us on Instagram at The Cigar Pulpit, as well as at Naked Gator, N-E-K-K-I-D Gator. That is my page. And then we have Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. And you can always reach out to us through CigarPulpit.com via the Contact the Pulpit page. Sign up for the uh, monthly newsletter. While you're on there, you sign up for the newsletter. And that's how you get entered into our weekly giveaways, Has our which winner we reached do out yet? on Tuesdays. No, I have not heard from Heath Brown. So 
Heath needs to reach out so he can claim that uh, gift pack for Martinez Cigars since it is Mar- Martin, so or Martinez Madness. Mar- Martinez Madness, yes. exactly. So I guess you can say March Madness now because they're in one. Nah, I think they still own the copyright on that. <laughs> but anyway, so. Well, yeah. Well, and that's and again, that's how people are going to follow us on the uh, weight loss challenge. I, exactly. You're gonna, and I think, and we need to, you to send our send your uh, name suggestions for that to us as well. Yes, we need name suggestions for the weight loss challenge. So, send us all that stuff, and we'll go from there. I can't wait for that. I know something good's going to come out of that. There's going to be some ignorance. I'm yes. sure. Yes, I'm hoping. I mean, it's gonna it's gonna be good. I mean, you know, cigars for warriors. Well, I I'm I'm a hundred percent confident that the uh, the listenership of this show will help out and get us to that 500 cigar goal, but. I do think there's going to be some ignorance that comes of that with you and I on the treadmill, and not, as, as not well at the same it should time. be. Yeah, that would be awkward. Not not the same time. Mm. But yeah. Now, will you guys be doing you know training montages like you know in Rocky? Oh and my stuff? God! Can we, can we do that. Well, now I oh, think that has to happen. Yes. <laughs> that now, is going to be just a take thing. some video. I we'll think, splice it together. Yes. Put some Eye of the Tiger behind it. <laughs> yes. I'm all in. I like it. I'm all in. I like it. This is a good call. Nice. Yeah, I'm excited for it. I'm, I'm really, I'm really happy that, uh, and excited that you guys allowed me to be a part of that. Um, you know, being given, giving it to any charity, you know, it, it's the thing to do. Like I said, you know, I'm an online, you know, cigar retailer and club, but I'm always telling people go to your brick and mortars first. I mean, it's, it's not about me. It's not about you. It's about everybody else. You know, take care of one another. Make sure, especially now. You know, make sure everybody's good because like we talked about earlier, guys, on businesses are, are not doing so hot no. yes. you know, in general, and, and we need to watch out for that. Hopefully soon we'll be kicking back into gear and you know, life will get back to somewhat normal, uh, and then Jeff doesn't have to go to his bunker. I'm looking forward to He wants to, to go it. to yes, his bunker. I know, really, that's the thing. Right? I want to seal the hatch and just wait it out. Uh, I'm going to be down there every hour plugging in the number like on Lost. <laughs> I told a friend of mine who has who's getting all prepped for this. He talks about a bunker. First of all, I don't think he has a legit bunker, so I'm hoping you have a legit bunker. I, I do actually. <laughs> okay, yeah. I, I figured that. And then second, I asked if he had Wi-Fi, and he said no. So I said, I'm out. Get me well, off the list. But that's just else. it. If we're getting in the bunker, the Wi-Fi's gone. <laughs> yeah, we're on our own. <sighs> if I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go. I don't want to live in a bunker. I don't want to live that close to people. <laughs> no. Well, I'm not letting that many in. Oh, okay. Nick, is Nick, Nick in? Well, he thinks he is. What? Yeah. He's He's got the cigar stockpile. That may be his only saving grace. Yeah. Then again, I may just drop him at the door and pick up all his cigars. <laughs> well, Nick, let me put you on the spot. What, what's your uh, What's your cigar, what's your humidor situation look like? What are we sitting on? Oh, I'm I'm set. Um, I what's have Fifty? Uh, no. Oh, no. A thousand? Oh, not a thousand, but we're probably okay. sitting safely at about the 250 mark. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah, we're 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 sitting pretty good at this point. I'm at about eight. I haven't I haven't done a full count yet. I'm I'm currently seasoning one humidor and so I have all of the sticks into um three um kind of larger Tupper doors as as things are kinda getting organized. Nick, so Nick's bug out once we uh, kinda get a little bit of an idea as to where things are at, we'll we'll you know. My bug out bag is filled with uh ammo and food, you know, <laughs> You know, MREs and whatnot, you know, emergency food packets, and Nick's is filled with cigars. Yeah. M&M's, bottled water, and cigars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the essentials. 
the essentials. You can do better than 250, Nick. Let's get that up a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah. Those are rookie numbers. Uh, yeah, we got to work on those numbers. <laughs> so I, I would be remiss if I don't ask you, is there any relation to Ricky Gervais? Mm. <laughs> the question on everybody's mind, right? Uh, yes. <laughs> I saved it to the end, hoping oh, to hold yeah. all the listeners. Well, uh, hopefully we have – do we have time for a quick story? Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay. So last year we were having a family reunion, and I was talking to Uncle Rick over by the – no, I'm not related to him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wish. You know, it would be fun. It would be great. But no, it's uh, – he's a funny bastard, though. I, oh, yeah. <laughs> you could have got a cameo on The Office. That would have been great. I would have loved to. You know, I was thinking about coming up with a story how I was – on set at the office, he came in. We had lunch. He brought me there, but I, you know, I didn't want to leave you disappointed <laughs> too much. But no, I'm Uncle not, Ricky. Uh, Uncle Rick. But that's what I say when people ask me, like, "You really into Ricky Gervais?" I say, "Uncle Rick is a good guy." You know, and that's it. But nope, maybe, maybe. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if he's spitting a tube yet for this ancestry stuff. Let's see. <laughs> that's how the government tracks you. Amen. Hey, well, you can never kill anybody if you do that, right? Because uh-huh. they'll hunt you down. That's right. <laughs> yeah, they've got all your info. <laughs> well, it has been great having you on, man. I've really enjoyed this. And, the you know, the subscription service that you offer with MyMonthlyCigars.com is just priceless to me. And I know Nick has really enjoyed it as well. And it's it's been a nice partnership with you with, uh, you know, the Cigar Pulpit. So we hope to continue that for a long time to come. Definitely. Yeah, same here, guys. No, I appreciate it. Like I said, from the beginning, when I first started talking to Nick, you know, I like what you guys are doing and I like that you've continued doing it. You know, you're doing what cigar smokers do. You're hanging out, you know, two regular guys just hanging out, enjoying a cigar, chatting, having a conversation and and it's entertaining. So um, I'm excited and and happy to be a part of it. And like you said, I hope it goes, I hope it goes further and I think we'll be here for a while. So I appreciate appreciate it. it. I know that we've talked about you coming on the show when we do the, uh, the box openings and stuff. So if if you're down for that, I think that would be a nice addition to the to the first first my monthly episode every month. Well, if nothing else, you could pronounce the, the cigars accurately because God knows we can't. <laughs> It'd be my monthly visit with yeah, you guys. There you Love go. It. Love it. There you go. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, no, I'm I'm definitely interested in that. We we can do more as long as uh, we didn't bore the hell out of your listeners today and uh, they didn't shut it off about five minutes in. Yeah, I'm in. I'm I'm in for it. I think we're fine. awesome. I think we're fine. Actually, it's funny you say that. Um, a lot of I've I've been listening to other podcasts and stuff, and there was a lot of speculation when all this Corona stuff started that you know podcasts would would see an increase in listenership because people are sitting around, they've got nothing else to do, and a lot of people have actually reported um, that their numbers have gone down because people aren't in the car, you know, because a lot of times yeah. people listen to the yeah. podcast while they're commuting. Uh, they're not in the car. They're not going to the gym. They're not doing activities that they normally would listen. But I'd like to like to thank our listeners because our numbers have not only done well; they're actually doing so well. Oh yeah, that March is shaping up to be our best month yet. So I uh, I haven't seen that slowdown. So I'm good with that. Awesome. Good for you guys. You know you deserve. It. Hopefully this episode, you know triples your listenership but uh, uh you know that remains to be seen it could <laughs> so. i i don't see any way it doesn't well there we go <laughs> this has been great. i do i do <laughs> uh, so nick should people stay smoky god i hate it when you do that <laughs> i just absolutely 100 percent hate it when you do that because it just throws me all off so anyway yes 
I'm Nick. This is Gator, Gator. along with Nick, too. Along with Nick. And, yes, everybody should just kick back, relax, and stay smoky. And safe. Thanks, guys. Thank you.